Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. So, you know, the crazy thing is, is everybody keeps talking about their feelings. I just don't feel like I've gone to the next level. I don't feel like I'm still uh, being successful, and I don't feel like uh, I'm going to get this job promotion. I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't feel. What is it about our feelings that we just think that that's going to lord over our lives? You know, I know you've had an idea, a lot of people have, going to the next level in life for a long, long time, and they just keep living the same day over and over and over again. So today we're going to be talking about attracting abundance. How do you do, how does abundance come into our lives? How can we begin changing things and attracting the things that we want and not living by the things that we feel? Uh, hi, Megan. Hello. How are you? I am wonderful. I feel like tra- attracting abundance today. Well, you are attracting abundance, and yes. I can tell, I know, and I hear you, and I talk to you all the time, and, and isn't it marvelous to be set free from feelings and emotions? Yeah, score. Score. <laughs> Nothing like it, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, if you're being controlled by your emo- emotions, you are absolutely in bondage to them, and you're, you have to escape. You have to break out. Well, and I think people are errantly taught that you got to be led by your feelings. Well, do what you feel like doing. Do whatever you feel like you should be doing tomorrow. And that's how you'll know if you are following after the the uh, purpose of your life is do you feel like, well, there's a little bit of truth to that, but not enough to make that the, the, the law of your life. You know, uh, the question is, are you living the same day over and over and over again and <laughs> again and again? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people feel like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and it doesn't take much to get into that rut. It's amazing how fast, because I, I just know that uh, anytime I've moved to a new place, um, within, you know, just days, I have like two restaurants. And then I'm done. <laughs> I don't even try anything else. Oh, Isn't that you know, terrible? So true. I can, uh, we've gone out to eat before and, and it's like, okay, yeah, we go to uh, ABC restaurant because we really like the pasta. And so if we go there, that's the only thing we're getting. And we'll have oh, yeah. two or three plates, two or three dishes oh, we Lord. like. And rather than try a lot of things on As the As if menu, another place can't make scrambled eggs. I mean, come that on. The creatures <laughs> of habit. Yeah. And it sets in so quick. So I think I think creatures being a creature of habit is the natural state. And so you're always sort of fighting against that. But the problem is, Meg, if we are allowing ourselves to be creatures of habit, we are going to miss the opportunity to attract abundance into our lives. You see, attraction is only half of it. The other part is kinetic belief. You've got to be moving toward the thing that you are attracting. So it could be that it seems like you're just waking up on the the same way getting up the uh, same side of the bed every day, carrying on pretty much the same way over and over. There's not any exciting new changes. No life-altering increase is showing up. And you have, uh, you, yet you have, you know you've got these stirrings and you know you've got all these dreams. 
I mean, you can remember talking about them. Uh, maybe it was, maybe it's been a while. Maybe you're 12 years old, and uh, since the last time you shared your dreams with your girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever, uh, and but you've had those dreams, and you know you've got those visions for what you want in this life, and it's just not happening for you. And you keep waiting for that next level, and and your tipping point. When am I going to get over this? It's like that that. Um, uh, it's like going up on a ride at the at the fair, and when am I going to get this roller coaster up to the very top and tip over and find that momentum and come flying down the hill with all the excitement and adrenaline is? But now here's the deal. This is what people don't realize is that you are the tipping point. And we keep looking for that tipping point to somehow show up in our life, but you are it. You're the thing. The next level, it's already on the inside of you. And if you're feeling stuck, it's because you were made for continual promotion and continual abundance to be showing up in your life. That's the advancement in this life. And you know what? This year shouldn't be looking like every other year. You, here we are already into October. And you can ask yourself, uh, the, all those New Year's resolutions, did they come to pass? <laughs> Have, did you, did well, they? I haven't thought about those since January. <laughs> <laughs> since, since that last toddy. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I can't remember half of them. Yeah. <laughs> They felt That's they seemed ridiculous. like a good idea at the time. Oh, gosh. I'm Stephen Canyon. This is a Kinetic Belief uh, podcast, and kineticbelief.com is the website. And this is all about the law of attraction, where you learn to master the universe as a kinetic believer, and the law of attraction then perfects your life. Yeehaw. Let's do it. I think we should, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to say, too, you're, you've been talking about feelings, um, but I am super excited that we're talking about abundance, the concept of more than enough. I think we're all hardwired to try to achieve just enough for, to survive. You know, we are biologically engineered to think survival and an enlightened person can rise above that and think more than enough. Well, you know, something interesting about being wired for survival is survival. A survivalist is, is really somebody that's focused on the past. You know, you need to survive. You've been wet before. You've been cold before. You've been hot before. You've been hungry before. Burned, cut, whatever it is. These things that cause pain, cause anxiety. And all of those are reflective. All those are things that we've learned from our past. So the survivalist mentality is always looking in the past, to the past, mm -hmm. for information yep. regarding the future. And so it's not until we break free from that mentality of what am I going to do to pay my bills? Uh, rent's coming up again. How do you know? Because I paid it last month. Uh, I struggled to make my car payment last month. Um, the holidays are coming up again, and I know how it sucked last year. Where all, all that stuff is looking to the past, and what happens is if you can't break free from that mentality of being a rearview uh, purveyor, you're not going to attract abundance. Well, and I think that change in mindset takes a person from an animalistic way of thinking quite literally to the opposite end of the spectrum where you are a master of the universe. You go from instinct to living with purpose and authority. And I mean, there's, there's nothing beyond that. That's the ultimate achievement in life. Yeah, sure. And, but you know, all of us, I think when we get back and you start thinking about the dreams and the visions that we have, and uh, with that comes the, oh, I just have a longing to increase or have more abundance in my job. 
abundance in finances. Uh, I want an abundant relationship with family. Why can't? Why are we the the example of what it means to be broken? Uh, my family, you know, you know, it just, you know, my my siblings are they they judge me for this or I judge them for that, and it's just it's just never what we think it ought to be and uh, or should be occurring on a regular basis. But you know what, we have our part in this law of attraction thing, and our part is the kinetic belief. Well, what is kinetic? Kinetic energy is movement, movement toward the very thing that you're believing to attract in your life. And so most people that are going to the law of attraction workshops and and working hard at understanding how law of attraction works to change their life are missing 50% of it because we're leaving it up to the law of attraction to bring everything into our lives. But the kinetic part the part of inertia is our responsibility to be moving toward that thing that we are attracting into our life. That is a the nat, that's putting the natural on the super part of this. The super part being the universal law of attraction. The natural part being the the law of kinetic belief. That's where the substance of our imaginations, our longings, our hopes and aspirations meets that thing that we are attracting. So we're moving toward it so that these things can bond to. To rearrange our circumstances. When you've made a great point again and again that um, we're not begging the universe to do something for us, we take authority over the universe. Master the universe. You become a master of the universe through kinetic belief. By being a kinetic believer, you master the universe to attract the thing into your life that you're wanting to attract. And it works. It works every single time. That's the amazing thing about this is it, it, that the a kinetic believer believing to attract substance into their life, this whole mechanism is a quantum mechanics, physical thing that is not a respecter of persons. Isn't that great? You don't have to impress anyone to find favor. It works for everybody. You already have favor because everyone comes into this world, into the physical, as an attractor, as a creator with the ability to be successful. That's such a great point because, you know, I love the idea that every single person has within them these abilities. And society and culture teaches us to tone it down, take it down a notch, blend in, be part of the crowd, be part of the collective. But when you get a hold of your universal power that's unique to you, there's really no stopping you. That's right. And you know what? And you hit it right there. Instead of waiting around for somebody to just come in and change things, or, you know, we're looking for justification or for somebody to say, oh yeah, your ideas are great. You're perfect. You look good. You're smart. You qualify. All those things are trying to convince the world to show up and promote us. What we need to do is to, to, as a kinetic believer, take charge and start as a master of this universe, causing the law of attraction to work on our behalf. We're ready for promotion. You came into this world as someone already prepared to begin advancing. And that's the marvelous thing about uh, attracting abundance into our lives. I like that the first thing is to take control. That is so exciting. Put yourself in the driver's seat because it's the only way to achieve abundance. Abundance will never come if you just sit around waiting for it to happen to you. And you know what? We're trained up that way. We are brought into this world uh, being told, uh, put that down. What are you doing? 
Get out of there. Get, <laughs> sit down. Stand in the corner and face the wall, uh, waiting for somebody to give us permission. But, you know, here's the thing, for goodness sakes, when you begin attracting things into your life, like abundance. Let's say you begin attracting wealth. I mean, how many of us don't want to be more wealthier than we are now? Well, listen, if, if that's the case, it's what you're thinking. It's the way that we're wired or programmed to think. For example, if you want to attract an abundance of finance or wealth into your life, never again consider poverty. Now think about that. You know, you don't overcome poverty attracting wealth into your life by meditating on and considering poverty. In other words, don't go and read or watch news about uh, failing economies or uh, consider jobless reports or or all of those because those things will be of no significance to you unless you consider them and and I would ev- even say avoid conversations regarding poverty and lack and competition and all those uncertainties that create anxiety because the advancement of 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 your mind of your body and and your soul all of that is going to require that you conform your thoughts to attract that perfected life perfected wealth perfected health, uh, mental health, whatever it is you're trying to attract, perfected relationships. But you do this for you and you do this for your family and for the promotion of your specific, unique purpose in this world. That's a really cool way to look at it, that you don't attract wealth by being anti-poverty. You don't attract anything you want by being anti the opposite. You're always pro-wealth, pro-health, pro relationships, pro expectations. Um, that's, that's a great point because the temptation is always to focus on the thing that you are avoiding. <laughs> right. Well, we, what we want to do is to rationalize things. Well, you know, we decide, you know, for example, well, I just, I know I want to be wealthy and I know what my, my target goal is and how much money I want to earn. And then the very next thing that a person does is they rationalize it or they begin to reason all right, okay, I understand you want to be a millionaire, but why? I need a good reason. And this is usually internal dialogue. Well, and you'll see this often in people that say, well, I want to be a millionaire because dot, 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 dot. And, and you know what you're doing is you're internalizing a debate between positives and negatives. And when you are debating yourself between a positive and a negative to consider those kinds of things. What it does is it neutralizes the, the momentum or the kinetic of belief or of the hope. And so by being neutralized, um, that indecisiveness, it shouldn't be part of your lane. It shouldn't be there where you are because we have to become focused and single-minded and not being tossed to and fro and double-minded or ever considering the thing that we don't want to have so that we can then run this race with blinders on and you run it to be true to you and refuse access to any of those negative influences or informers who who show up in your life to contradict your your imagined abundance. Family is often one of those. And you know, I even got to the place years ago, as you know, to where I wouldn't talk uh, with my own family about a lot of these things we discuss here on the podcast. Uh, they're negative influencers. And, and you know, they, God bless them. They know they love me and I love them, but they can't help it. I think a lot of people probably have that story with family. The, the love is there, but there's a, there's a very 
not maybe not creepy, but strange uh, brand of competition that exists only in family, and it can it can become really toxic. Um, I like that number two is to define your purpose for the abundance. That's a wonderful point. Um, the neighborhood that I grew up in, there were neighbors, and they actually won the lottery. It was over a million dollars, and oh boy. and they uh, they paid you, off. You, you know, you personally know somebody that won the oh, lottery. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh um, but it, but I think they lacked purpose because I know that they paid off their house bought a boat and then they had an obscene amount of Hall- halloween decorations that year <laughs> so and Let's i drove blow our money on halloween everybody and so i drove by there not too long ago when i went to see my mom and and funny? there was just a boat for sale out in the front and then again no. all the halloween decorations so they oh did i think they lacked gosh. purpose for that money <laughs> isn't that funny oh my god well you know all this is a decision and you do need to have purpose and i think that purpose is part of is a huge part of our attracting a perfected whatever it is that we want to show up in our lives because part of this the kinetic part of being a kinetic believer is projecting your perfected self um that forecast that projection of yourself what it does is it quickens the thing that you're hoping for. A lot of us are, you know, are willing to wait forever because as we always say, if you're willing to wait forever, you're never going to wait for long. That's part of it. But the forecast of your perfected self quickens the thing that you're hoping for. It draws it to you quicker. Uh, So it's not two or three years down the road before you finally see something that you've been uh, hoping for to show up in your life. Um, One of the things that I absolutely recommend that anybody do that is looking to right now begin attracting abundance into my life is is you need to become a kinetic believer journaler Um, to to journal is is it puts you in the position and and like you were saying earlier in the driver's seat of becoming a master of the universe around you. Because you don't want to ever you are a creator and there's something that is uh, uniquely powerful about your identity. Uh, and the person listening to this right now, you are marvelously made. There's not another person in this world that ever has been or ever will be just like you. And again, the universe is not a respecter of persons. It is there to absolutely uh, assist you as a master of the universe around you to attract and to do exactly what you expect it to do. And so I absolutely believe and because I've done this in my own life as you know for and you too but I've been doing this since I was five years old and what I have found is that you can I have a 100 day challenge that I challenge anyone to take a uh, kinetic belief and journal through a guided journaling process to become a master of the universe around them and in a hundred days you will absolutely begin to see your life changing in whatever direction you've decided to appropriate into your life what would you say to that person that's sitting here going a master of the universe i don't i don't know if i can say that about myself that seems a bit extreme it really a master of the universe and it, it, do i have a big enough ego to even say that absolutely and here's what I would say to you. Um, next time you go outside or you're walking down the street and you see a little pebble or a rock, that rock is part of the universe. Well, do you have the ability to take your toe and tap it, kick it down the street? Guess what? You just mastered the universe around you. You have authority. You came into this world with dominion, with power, 
authority, the ability to believe and see, because your beliefs are the substance of the very things that you hope for, which is evidence of the things not yet seen. And so as you maintain or sustain kinetically your belief for a certain thing, the substance of that belief is going to begin rearranging your circumstances to where not only can you see it, but everybody else can see it. So absolutely, you are here to be a master of the universe and Either you assume that position or you will be mastered by the universe. You become a victim of circumstances. You become a victim of just whatever is happening around you. Uh, You allow it to happen. And I'm here to tell you right now, that is not your purpose for being in this world is to be victimized uh, by circumstances around you or under the dominion of someone else. You have a dominion not to use over other people, but over the environment, over the universe, to call things that be not in your life into existence. This conversation makes me think about the studies that say uh, humans only use 10% of their brains. And it just made me think, it's almost like we're we're only using 10% of our authority, of our power, of our universe power. Yeah. Yeah, and it's because we believe the condemnation from when we were growing up. Uh, we we uh, define ourselves by the approval or disapproval of people around you. And what happens when you are in a world like this one that is wired to compete one with the other, you're asking a competitor, even there, even though it's unknowingly, you're asking them to approve of you. Well, mm-hmm. that might you might get that 50% of the time. And the 50% that uh, you don't get it is because they see you somehow as a threat to their own success because we're all competing one with the other. We were never initially or originally put here with the purpose to compete one with the other. That's a broken system. You're here to create, to be an expression of yourself, the specific, pure identity of who you are, unique to you. Why? So that it can be a blessing to you and a gift to everybody around you that you love and to walk in that love and being able to share of yourself creatively with others. You know something? The universe responds positively to the creator because you are in an unselfish way here ready to give of yourself. And when you position yourself and prop yourself up to be a giver, you will never run out. You will always have more than enough, more than enough substance to be able to spread the the light of who you are around. And that's all any of us are here to do is to, to, to make the world a better place. And as soon as we become givers rather than takers, you know, and, and uh, master of the universe by mastering your own sphere of influence, the world becomes a better place. I'd like to go back and talk about purpose for another moment. It, based on everything that you've said, it comes across as though purpose is a vital part of kinetic belief because down the road, you're going to need that to anchor you in your belief. If you just want something for the sake of wanting it, that will be gone. That feeling will be gone so quickly. So having that purpose, it seems like it's going to really anchor that. So day after day, year after year, your innate purpose that you've chosen for yourself, it's going to keep that kinetic belief going over and over and over again, that momentum. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, with purpose and people struggle with this all the time. And right back, we were talking about this when we opened the, the podcast today. Um, you know, people being led by their feelings. You're never going to find your abundance of purpose within your feelings. Feelings are, res- are responding. 
Feelings are never, were never meant to be the initiator of our actions or to even locate the purpose. Now, the exception to this is, is when you feel good, it's following your, your, your mental pursuit of an expectation. You look within and you, you sound the depths of the, the, the person that you are. And when you find the essence of that, it feels good. And then what you do is you begin renewing your mind according to that uh, extra purpose of who you are, creatively speaking. And I would just say that as soon as you start looking around thinking, oh, gosh, you know, I just want an abundance of, of uh, finances. I want to feel like I am abundantly uh, excited in my profession and the job that I have and the, the people that I'm working with. I want abundant um, uh, friendship, a sense of overwhelming friendship and support, all these things that I think all of us really crave and want. We renew our minds with the expectation of that and put the anticipatory action toward that, toward those opportunities and that perf those perfected ideas then begin to come into our lives. And so when we find that purpose creatively on the inside of us and it begins to attract those things that we're hoping for, because I'll tell you something, that your perfected, everybody's perfected life already exists. So it's not something that we're actually trying to create. That's a misnomer. That is not the, that's not what we're trying to do is, uh, that's good. That's because good. it already exists and it's, but now it's just to be arranged by you. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Our perfected life and it, mind, body, spirit, and soul, our health, everything already exists. And we are here in the land of the living just to rearrange and to attract the rearranging of our circumstances to line a line up with original substance to then be magnifying our perfected existence. Whenever you talk about our perfected life already existing, I always can't help but picture children sitting around the Christmas tree on Christmas morning with gifts everywhere, and they they're sad that they that you didn't get them anything, and they think that because they're refusing to open the <laughs> gifts right in front of them. You and know, it's already the, theirs. It already yeah, belongs. Yeah, I mean, to the, them. it's in the receiving. It's in the receiving. It's it's you have to you have to at least meet this process part of the way. You can't just sit there doing doing nothing, saying, "Oh well." I mean, you have to open it. You have, you to, have to be a kinetic it. believer. Yeah. You have to go after it. You got to show up. You know, uh, who was it? Woody Allen said ninety percent of of success is showing up. Well, and that's he, true. He was onto something. Yeah. Yeah. And because there's so much truth to that, because your gift can be across the street, but if you sit on your butt and want somebody <laughs> to bring it to you, you may never see it, even though, and you'll get to the end of this life and find out it was always there. Well, and I think that's a great lesson for those of us who have tendencies to overplan our lives. You're doing the work of, you know, a, a lot of people when they say, okay, I want abundance, but what do I do? The doing is the showing up. And then the universe that you've put into your command is meeting you in that place. Mm -hmm. These supernatural meetings and relationships and phone calls and emails, they meet you in that place of showing up. So I love that the doing is that simple show up. Well, and that is still just the beginning of it. You know, we've been talking about what you're attracting coming to you to meet you in the middle of the road and you're operating in your kinetic belief <clears throat> you're believing for the better thing to show up and then it meets. But now that's just the beginning because Every occasion for our kinetic belief 
to attract the thing that we're hoping for into our life. That is a means to an end and not the end. In kinetic belief, uh, we're just getting started. But there is a maintenance now that is comes upon us to hold on to the thing that's now shown up in our life because that's not the end. There's going to be more to that. So that abundance that shows up today is just the beginning for your tomorrow. I love that concept of abundance maintenance. You know, it's, it's, you can have the most beautiful, luxurious, expensive car on the planet. It still has to be maintained. It's you're, just, still, you're just getting started, aren't if you? If anything, those have to be maintained more. Uh, anybody can buy a horse, but try to board it and feed it and oh shoe it goodness. and take care of that and thing. And not get kicked in the face. And, yeah, yeah, but it's there to be a blessing to you. It's not supposed to just, it's not the end of but it. You're just love, getting started. But I love that. The kinetic is, the, is you know, the kinetic will not only usher in abundance, but it's part of that maintenance too for health, wealth, anything you can imagine. But that's the fun part, isn't it? Because yeah. what would what would life be if we didn't have these things that we could tend to? And yeah, we don't have to do the dirty work. All we have to do is be excited, grateful, thankful for the thing that we're here to create, imagining it to come into our lives, and then get busy doing the thing you love. I think a big part of people's lives that have trouble receiving abundance is life is very tricky in that it will it will offer up problems in a way where you feel like they're that paying attention to them is totally unavoidable you know let's say you owe more taxes Mm -hmm. than you thought you would and you have a huge tax bill um and your mind says well you better pay attention to this or they're gonna arrest you or whatever. Um, you know, it's just interesting the way that problems are offered up there. It's an incredibly, um, manipulative. Again, that's something that we're taught in, in the way that we are, are, it, it is a, a brainwashing that comes with coming into the physical is we're taught that this over here, these are problems. Over here, these things are not problems. What are we doing? We're categorizing our lives according to feelings. Once again, we're being led by emotions and feelings. Well, whoever said that that is actually a problem? You know, why are we defining things as problems and these things over here as good things? These are not problems. It's always emotionally based. So your success is going to come in your ability to flip the script, to hear that you have a bad doctor's report and flip it into the the positive report. Absolutely. Every kinetic believer, every single thing in this world in your life is working together for the good of the kinetic believer. Uh, because so what you're going to have to do and to be successful at attracting abundance into your life is you're going to have to you're going to have to unbecome some things in order to become some things. You're going to have to unbecome a, being a negative person. You're going to have to unbecome negative friends, unbecome negative influencers, unbecome negative politics and negative news, negative neighbors, negative employers, all these things. Unbecome that. Stop possessing those negativities so that you can live a life of positivity. And that's all perspective. No one has ever told you to feel like something is a problem. It's something you choose to do. Just like being offended. 
No one can actually offend you unless you allow them to. So it's taking control of yourself back away from the, the, the control or the, the uh, misappropriated dominion of others and even people that don't know that they're doing it. The television has dominion over you. A movie has dominion over you or, or negative books have dominion over you. Get rid of all the negative influencers, the negative dominion possessors, and take control at back of yourself as a creator, a positive person full of love walking in love toward yourself and toward other people, being who you were here and put here to be. And that is a creator expressing the unique divine purpose and nature within you so that you can attract these good things into your life. You will absolutely attract the thing that you are desiring that is a good thing. So only meditate on and consider the good things in life. When you're attracting abundance, you're working that every day. You found the purpose. You're doing it. You're journaling. Um, how do you avoid, not avoid, how do you decide how much to plan into your life and how much to leave to these supernatural occurrences? Well, that's a great, that's a great question. One of the things that uh, I tell people all the time is get rid of your five-year plan. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing planning five years out? You're not leaving (laughs) any room for the better thing to show up in your life. How do you know right now what you want to do with something that you don't even know is coming into your life? Five years, that's half a dog's life. Yeah, people do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, that's oh, a long time oh, for a dog. poor doggy. I know. I know. Be totally devastated in I 10 know. years. I know. That's not... It, I've always thought, you know, oh, I'll get another dog. And then they always tell you the lifespan in the description. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. Oh, hey, if you're listening, if you got a dog, tell him I said hello. I know. Hug him for us. He's, he's a good boy. <laughs> well, here's what you do. You got to renew your imaginations and uh, to attract the good outcome that you're expecting. Renew your thoughts. Cast down negativity. And I can't say that enough. It's so vitally important that you cast down all those negative imaginations so that you can get into the business of being a positive planner and planning those things that are going, you're going to want to participate in. For example, let's say that you are putting out uh, good vibes and and you are expecting good things to show up in your life. And all of a sudden you get just the bombardment of emails from people you've never heard from. Let's say maybe your social media is caught on fire and your Instagram account. You got all these people that are saying, hey, you know, I like what you're saying. I like what you're doing and whatever. And you get these unique contacts coming into your life. Don't let them just come and go. You know, capture those thoughts, capture those ideas, and then calendar them in to maybe on Tuesday, you're going to respond to some of these. Well, what are you doing? You're planning for those good things and planning to attract the good outcome into your life. That's again, part of the kinetic belief, moving toward the thing that you are attracting. And just be grateful for the wisdom to be able to see those things as they show up. And for the ability to be able to choose your good thoughts, cast down negativity. So like everything else, it's, it's all about balance. You're balancing the amount of, of activities that you're planning with your openness and your expectation of this supernatural um, infusion into, into everything that you're doing. Yeah. And you know, this is something, again, it's you, 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 you. We need to, and this is what the successful kinetic believer is able to do, and that is to get to the highest, to get to that highest level of attracting abundance into your life. It's going to be determined by your acceptance or your rejection of the way things are. 
I want to talk for a moment about um, just the phrase hard work. A lot of, uh, I guess, motivational speakers, business coaches, we've all heard the go after it, work hard, show up the earliest, leave the latest, hard work can achieve anything. Um, What role does just gritty hard work play in achieving abundance? Because, you know, everything we're talking about is extremely spiritual and universal and you're manifesting something from nothing. And that seems, how does that fit in with just the concept of work hard, show up? You can do it. These are two realms of consciousness that you're talking about. And one is certainly the the idea that you got to work hard, get up early, be the first one there. The last one to leave, work two jobs or work three jobs or be the number one salesman and all of that. That's one thought process. And that is not at all what we are talking about. That, again, is a, a world or an environment of being competitive for success. And I am not a I am not a believer in that. I'm not saying it doesn't work because it does work for those that want to work it. What I am saying is that there is a better way. And I believe it to be the natural way. And it's the way that we came into this world actually to participate in. And we all have a choice. Which system are you going to be participating in? Do you want to go into the to the work hard mentality way of competing with others? Or do you want to follow after the natural pursuits of attraction and uh, kinetic belief becoming who you're supposed to be creatively. And that's what we're talking about. And I think it sounds like the universe can expand your efforts. The universe can expand who you are. Um, The hard work only mentality, I envision someone trying to plow a field by hand versus um, someone has blessed them with all this equipment so that they can plow many fields themselves. I mean, it, it one it one seems like it can usher in a lot of efficiency and multiplication into your life, and the other, it's it's just this grueling one step at a time. Again, you, uh, you're defining those two different worlds: the grueling one step at a time, the sweat of the brow that comes from working in man's system of competing, of turning over the the the, the soil of the ground, of having to 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 compete one with the other in order to achieve and and that says that i've got to take something from you in order to have um and we're all to be doled out this this fairness of shares based on the the sweat equity of 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 each other and i'm telling you well for example every single person has a a a wonder on the inside of them a, a magnificent marvelous creative purpose um isaac newton was born to a, a relatively poor farming family, didn't have any much of anything at all. And even so, he was, it, as the story goes, it's pretty, we're pretty sure that he was out, you know, on the farm and he was just watch, seeing these apples that were just falling to the ground. And as he's, I can see the little guy and he's just seeing this happen and he's considering that, well, why does that apple, when it breaks free from the limb, fall to the ground? Well, here he is, Newton's influenced by these these theories of gravity. And just like that, the creator in us, all of us, that uniqueness, uniqueness in us has an original purpose that is supposed to be revealed um, to us. Just like that was revealed to Isaac Newton, you've got something that's been revealed to you that's not ever been shown to anybody else. And I do. And every single person listening to this right now has a unique, certain perspective for seeing things around them that no one else can see. 
And so what we do as creators is we begin to meditate in order to observe our, our environment, meditate to see the uniqueness in life around us and never shy away from being uh, available to express that uniqueness. Imagine your perfected life in attracting that abundance, expanding from the substance of everything that's hoped for. And as a kinetic believer, you will be attracting that and depending on the velocity of showing up and moving into that environment with an unwavering belief, imagining nothing less and uh, being able to work into a uh, uh, an environment of creativity that you'll not you'll not ever find yourself working again. When did you first learn or realize how kinetic belief works? Were you, were you on a farm watching apples too? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, it's really an interesting thing that happened to me. Uh, I was five years old. And uh, really uh, an amazing occurrence. And I can remember it just like it was yesterday, even though it's been 50 some years now. But I was five years old. And this gentleman showed up in our home and apparently was a, an acquaintance of an acquaintance of, of my parents. And, and uh, I remember uh, speaking into my life. And, and it was like he, had, he knew who I was, even though I didn't know him. And I've never seen him since. I, I can't even tell you what his name is. Um, but he said to me something I've never forgotten. And uh, I had this little, little, uh, what was called a little combo organ, this little tiny little toy organ that kids play with, but it made, you know, had little buttons for chords and the keys, maybe an octave and a half. And he, he said, Steve, he said, I want to tell you something. He said, if you'll do exactly what I tell you and, and uh, say exactly what I tell you to say, he said, you'll learn to play that instrument. And not only that, he said, if you'll believe this, if you'll believe certain things, and then he went on to tell me some things about myself and how to think and how to believe. And he told me, I was five years old, and again, I'll never forget it. He, he told me exactly what to do and what to say in order to attract something that I was hoping for into my life. And the way that he explained it to me uh, made sense to me. In fact, you know, I was too young to have... <laughs> think of, you know, to doubt him. I didn't, I didn't know what doubt was, or there's no reason for me to question him. And so I took what he said to me at face value, never saw him again. Well, and, and I, I did some, I did some things, some, some action, put some action to belief early on in my life. And I learned to play that little organ and, and I began believing to attract a piano into my life. We didn't have much money. My family didn't. And somebody gave us a piano that I believed for. Well, it was broken, didn't work. And I was believing and, uh, for that piano to be fixed. And this, this, uh, a uh, man that couldn't see a blind man showed up to tune the piano and said, I want to fix it for you. And so he went through that whole thing and made it perfect, made it work perfectly. And I began seeing myself playing concerts. I'm six years old and I'm imagining doing exactly what he told me to do. And the substance of my desire, I learned through the universe and through the power of belief to play the piano. And I started playing, and then melodies started coming in. And I, when I say coming in, I started absorbing them and, I, and, and hearing them. And then I'm learning my little hands to play uh, 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 notes and chords. And 
Next thing you know, I'm writing music, and uh, long story short, um, I went on to have composed music and played with orchestras and symphonies and and, uh, recorded and music's out there, and I I don't read music, but that's just one of many things that I used the belief for. But he explained to me, he told me, he said, now here's, here's what you need to do. He said, I want you to use work. He said, don't just believe that you can play the piano or play this instrument. He said, I want you to put your hands on it every day and act like you're playing. In other words, put kinetic belief, energy toward that thing that you're aspiring for. And then imagine, he said, now I want you to imagine that it sounds great, that it is music from your heart. And he said, and you will play the rest of your life. And so I did that. And I would get up and three times a day. I would do this in the morning. I would do it uh, as soon as I get in from school and I do it at night and I would sit there and even I, I couldn't play anything. My little fingers wouldn't do what I wanted them to do. But dexterity started coming and I could hear it and I could see it. And all of a sudden these visual images of playing started to happen and it overtook me. It was just like it caught me from behind and ran me over. And uh, oh my goodness, it's, it's really been such a blessing for me all of my wow. life to be able to play music and to this day to to uh I've gone on and, and you know, as you know I collaborated with uh uh orchestrator with Yanni that uh, did uh, live at the Acropolis and we've orchestrated full concerts uh, two hour concerts and uh, all this with just original music that the universe has poured into my life of which I am so gr- I've got to say I've said all that so now I got to tell you how grateful I am how thankful I am for that substance for that ability that came to me to be able to express that how amazing and like you said you have to be so grateful to have received that knowledge at such an early age. I know people who are well into their, the back end of their life, and they're just now figuring all of this out. They're just now hearing it for the first time. So to be able to apply this for a lifetime, that's really pretty cool. Well, and yes. And it's, you know what, again, it's the universe is not a respecter of, 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 of persons. And, and I will tell you that the conditions of the universe are absolutely biased toward creating something out of nothing. And it's never too late. I don't care if you're 110 years old. You can get busy doing this right now. And one day of attracting that perfected abundance into your life makes all of it worthwhile. The past is the past. And the present today is all that there is. Wow, that's really cool. Um, It's funny. I heard you earlier today before the show. Um, You said, I need to work on... I think you were talking about your next book, but you said, I need to work on my next book. And, and then you caught yourself and you went, nope, not work, create. Yes. <laughs> I hear always, you do I still that do. a lot. It's the habit, breaking that habit, not working. I don't work. Don't, if you're listening, stop working. Don't quit your job. Just stop working. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you, go to work to create. Go to that place of employment to create. Why do you think that's so important? And you obviously do because I hear you correcting yourself you know, you never let even one slip, one little slip of work and you say, oh, no, create. Because yeah, it's again, it's a world of difference, because if you if you have the mindset that you're creating again, you'll never work ever again. I don't know how many of you don't ever want to work again. Find that creative part of you and whatever that labor of love is. Again, it's perspective, it's mindset, it's how it's what you're calling things, because you can you can uh, 
Megan, you talked about taxes earlier. There can be a, a, a real blessing and a love to those taxes going to show you something. It's going to teach you something that where you can be, again, mastering the universe around you as a master of the universe through, as a kinetic believer. Then all things are working together for good because you're a kinetic believer or a kinetic creator. So we're talking about abundance. It sounds like everything that leads to abundance does because you call it so. If you want those taxes to be um, a source of abundance for you, they can be, but you ha- you have to call it for yourself. Yes, and that re- that requires revelation knowledge. You've got to know you got to know how to do this. And again, uh, if you have not already picked up one of our uh, kinetic belief guided journals, you know, and I, I'm not saying this to sell books. I'm just saying that it's just so full of an abundance amount of revelation knowledge that will lead you to attracting your perfected abundance in every area of your life, an abundance of health, an abundance of relationships, an abundance of perfected things working in your favor in your life. Um, and I would just tell you, don't assert anything without um, without first doing this. And we, we need to stop being pursuers of the ideas of other people, for example, because that always comes with sorrow. I love the concept of the journaling because I always see... When you're trying to achieve something, you're on a very specific, a very real journey. It has a beginning and it has an end. And the end being you've achieved what you are are believing for. And the beginning is always the adrenaline, the endorphins are pumping. I'm so excited. Just think of a diet, for example. Um, And then I think, I always think of it as sort of like the danger zone. You know, you move into this part part of time where it's, you're in the danger of just giving up. It's the, the excitement is gone and you have not achieved what you wanted to achieve yet. So you're just in this danger zone of quitting. And I think that guided journal, it that's what keeps you moving through the, you know, what what maybe doesn't feel fun in the moment, but it, it keeps turning everything into a positive and it keeps that abundance coming toward you um, so that you don't quit and you don't start backtracking and saying, speaking negatively, and it just keeps you going. Well, it does. And, and you're right, because as if, if you're not a, a kinetic believer, and if you're not journaling uh, through the guided journaling process, then you are we are all prone to live by the sensory mechanism. And that means that you're going to live by what you see rather than by what you believe. And the only way you can hold on to those beliefs is through journaling those because the provision for every single imaginable need is all contained within the universe, which means that everything is going to be perfected in your life that you can hold on to and not put a time limit on it. Get out of the business of measuring things by time. Get out of the business of living by what you see or living by what you hear and certainly by living by what you feel. Stop doing that and you it's it's so much easier to say stop doing it unless you're journaling to do that you got to have these reminders in your in your life that's saying nope this is who you are this is what you're believing for don't turn to the left don't turn to the right don't listen to what they say stop asking this person for advice because they are not you get advice from that greater substance of original creation that's perfecting and advancing the world toward your perfect completion that should be the one that or the the substance that you're counseling with and uh, and know that you know what everything is all right with the universe Become an optimistic person that's looking forward to that abundance showing up in your life. And with optimism comes happiness. People are going to think you're a, man, you are a peculiar person, Megan. Why are you always so happy? 
Why are you always so optimistic? Didn't you hear this? Didn't you hear what they said about the president? Didn't you hear what they said is going on overseas? Nothing can be wrong but your own personal attitude. Yes. So good. keep it right by casting away all of your cares. I've heard you say that one of the easiest ways to accelerate the receiving abundance process is to uh, switch out your inner circle, to change the the people that you are committing time to, um, to like-minded people. They don't have to be perfect, but at least find people that are on somewhat on the same page, um, you know, is... And, and obviously that's easier said than done. You can't just walk out the door and say, okay, who's, who's a kinetic believer? Raise your hand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, so that true. would be nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, ta- let's talk a little bit about changing that, switching out your inner circle and, and making it easier on yourself by establishing really positive, good influencers. Well, there's something very real about what I call mob influencers, and there is a frenzy. Uh, people, when they get in groups, uh, typically the worst habit, or we're like water seeking the lowest level. And, or, uh, you know, you have permission to throw rocks at cars if everybody's going to throw rocks at cars. It's something you would never do on your own. And so when we glom together and find groups of people, unless they're all working toward elevating themselves in a process of, of elevating uh, their expectations, then you're going to find that you're going to be uh, uh, being pulled down to the the least. And so, you know, sorry to say, as much fun as a lot of crazy friends are, and I'll tell you something, I, I'm a sucker for crazy people. <laughs> I love, I, um, I've always, I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> I just, well, you're an exception to the okay, rule. Good. I mean, I, you know, the, the weirder, the crazier, the better. I love, I love people. And I, I, you know what it is? I like people that are, are true to themselves. They're being unique yeah. and not yeah. following after the crowd. Well said. You know, many, many years ago, I was sitting in a, uh, I was out at a, a club and a, a restaurant and um, <clears throat> I was going to have a drink and I was sitting up at the bar and this is this is before they opened the door to all the, it's kind of early, early in the afternoon. And I know You were this, drinking early in the afternoon? I, I don't know, it was late for me. I'd been up early. I, okay. was, I had an early morning. That sounds like job. an airport thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting here at the bar and there must have been 30 guys, okay? And this is this is a dance club, and nobody nobody else was there yet. It's all men waiting for the women to show up. Oh, my word. <laughs> and, you know, jockeying for position. And, and uh, that bar, uh, every single uh, seat at that bar had somebody in it, all the way down. And I, I remember I looked down, and every single person in there, including myself, had a mustache. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what did I do? You know what I did as soon as I got home? I got rid of the mustache. Oh my word. You know, <laughs> you could, you could coin that, you know, it's called like the mustache effect or oh something. Isn't that crazy though? But that's what we do is we, we look around to find our, we're modeling ourselves after the, people. Isn't there, there's and, nothing more devastating though than walking out of your house thinking you're so original oh, and yeah. then looking around oh, yeah. and realizing you're you just, know. you know, one of the herd. You got oh, on man. the, you're wearing the platform and you got the bell bottoms on and you, you oh got your goodness. handlebar mustache thinking you're ruling the world. Oh, I and love then, it. And then you find out everybody <laughs> is. You got to be unique yeah. and you got to be yes. original and you got to be that creator and stop looking around to to uh, decide who you are and what makes you tick. Well, and just like those negative 
um, influencers obviously have influence on you. Um, that's why it's just as important to find the collective positive, you know, to go to places and to find people and to, to immerse yourself in this way of thinking it does because otherwise you can, you can feel super isolated. Well, you know, and of course, it's not to say that we <clears throat> are always supposed to be trying to climb a ladder. You can climb a ladder by having the ladder come down and by keeping a focus on the thing that you are attracting is, is what I mean is, is you want to stand your ground even when you're relaxing. And in, instead of looking for, you know, how often do we do this? Oh, it's the weekend. I need to celebrate. I got to get trashed. I need to go out and party. I gotta, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm tired of trying to be my best self, so I'm gonna give myself a break. You can give yourself a break by relaxing into the true essence of who you are. Mm, we don't yeah. always have to be on go, and we can just um, find people that are doing the same thing. And they, they do exist, they are around. There are plenty of people that want something more out of life. We're not all looking to just go in and uh, remember when we were in, in, in Nashville mm-hmm. and uh, we were, uh, I don't know where the, the place was. It was just bars and bars and bars and they were outdoors and it was just heat of the summer and everybody's out on the patios. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <clears throat> and packed. Packed. And, packed. And, but now there was, we were on a patio with, and the patio was probably 20 by 20 and there must've been 300 people. <laughs> And everybody's with a drink in their hand. And, and uh, last call, they closed the place down. Uh, and actually, no, that's not what happened. They, was gonna, they remained open, but there was a patio about 20 feet away that had more people on it. And everybody cleared out. And everybody goes and presses into the other little patio uh-huh. with drinks in hand. Yeah. Everybody, no one wants to be, quote, alone. They don't, no. You don't want to feel alone. Not when you're seeking your lowest level. Well, not when you're seeking your lowest level. And, and you know, I do think that there is a place for spending time with like-minded people in an effort to, be, you know, just enjoy being stirred up in truth and in a certain, that and in that specific lifestyle with other people. Because, you know, that high will go away, obviously, after you've gone home and you're alone again. But it, it can be very powerful to, to just re- recognize that it's not just you. There are other people out here wanting to achieve abundance in the same way, too. One of the things that has affected me personally, you know, Megan, probably as much as anything else, is the, the community of kinetic believers that we have come to know and love and cherish because we're all edifying each other, encouraging yes. each other, um, <clears throat> celebrating each other, helping each other out. And uh, this has become a worldwide community and we're in, in touch one with the other. In fact, we're going to be in uh, New York. Manhattan. J- January the 11th. Coming up to, can you, is it 2020? Yeah, it's 2020. It's 2020. 2020? That's happening. That's, That's coming. crazy sounding. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I don't know how I'm going to get used to saying that. I know. <laughs> but we're going to be there and the location forthcoming. But anyway, we're going to have an opportunity for all of us just, again, to be with kinetic believers and, and championing and loving each other, celebrating each other, expecting the best from ourselves, not each other, 
but from ourselves, and by doing so, everybody is then elevated together. Well, and I've even heard you compare it to a garden and how each of us are responsible for cultivating, growing abundantly, making sure that our personal garden is thriving. And what's so cool about that is if everyone's doing that, it just all connects. You know, the amount of unconditional love that is sensed and believed at these, uh, when we get together, that connection you're talking about, it does work yes. because we're all lifting our, first of all, first of all, love yourself unconditionally. Stop beating yourself <laughs> up. Stop expecting things you shouldn't be expecting from yourself and listening to the garbage of people around you that tell you that you suck, that you're not any good, that you should be more like them. You should have gone to college. You should have studied this. You need a better job. Why aren't you doing this? Why were you late? Why were you early? Why aren't you here? Why aren't you there? Every, you know what? Get rid of that noise. You are perfect exactly the way that you are. You are not here to be a people pleaser. You're here to be a, 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 a pleaser of yourself first so that then you've got something to offer everybody else. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> I love it. So one of the quickest ways to switch out your inner circle is to come to a kinetic belief event. Be with like-minded Highly people. Highly recommend it. Yeah. And, and until you get there, you can always check in with us at kineticbelief.com. Yeah. Also stephencanyon.com. And uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is at Stephen Canyon. Twitter is at Stephen underscore Canyon. And those are those are really cool ways too to get a daily dose of wisdom, a daily dose of of you know, just those little tidbits that keep you going, that get your day started right. Of course the podcast is great. Oh, and we're going to a daily. Oh yeah, we are we are going to a daily. Absolutely. So keep checking it out, tuning in, uh, walk this walk with us. We love you just like you are, and uh, you can be a kinetic believer and mastering the universe around you. And uh, that law of attraction will absolutely bring whatever it is that you are looking in abundance to come into your life, and it'll show up. Give us a final thought on abundance. I want to know. Okay, I'm I've listened to the podcast. I'm moving on with my day. Tell me something to do. Something to do? Well, it depends specifically on what it is. And I do mean specific. You want to uh, categorize different areas of your life, like mind. You want to you want a sound mind, uh, body, perfected body. How do you what do you want your body to look like? What's your ideal weight? Um, it could be that you're wanting to attract an abundance of wealth in your life. Well, be specific. What is that that you're being grateful for? Now, start being grateful for that thing that you're imagining to see. For example, if uh, you want your weight to to uh, let's say you're a guy and you're you're six three and you want your weight at 185 pounds, then you you Man. affirm that and you say. <laughs> I am so grateful that I weigh 185 pounds. I feel better at this weight than I have ever felt in my life. I am active. I run upstairs. I run downstairs. I feel great. My clothes look good. I'm getting complimented all the time. Man, this is awesome being 185 <laughs> pounds. This is amazing. That's an affirmation for 185 pounds. You start doing that. Start being grateful to answer your question. What do you do? Yeah, at that size, you could be in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's what you're yeah. wanting to attract, yeah, but sure can, it's an option right? now. Uh, but that's how you do it. Those well, are that, affirmations. Okay, that's wonderful. So we can go out and make it happen today. Uh, gratitude. I love it. And go ahead and start. Listen, no, seriously, attract abundance. 
You deserve it. It's not about whether you deserve it or not. I'm telling you, you deserve abundance in your life. You deserve it because you are you. That's all you need to be uh, to be qualified is you. You are alive. You are uh, breathing. You are here. You know you've got so much to offer people. They don't understand you yet. Because you haven't given them an opportunity to. So stop taking it out on other people. It's your fault. Assume responsibility for not being authentic to yourself. Love yourself enough to be you. Fall in love with who you are. Get away from the noise of the world long enough to ask yourself those, those honest questions. What, what makes you unique? What makes you you? You already know the answers to the questions. You just have to stop listening or Get away from the noise long enough to hear the truth of those answers and then embrace that. Don't hold up what you're hearing uh, for the perusal or the approval of anybody else. Don't think, well, what would so-and-so think about my true identity? Stop. Be true to yourself. Love yourself. Unconditionally love yourself because that's where you're going to find the vibrancy of the essence and authenticity of why you are here. And only then can you really truly be an offering of of goodness and, and unexpected expectations for other people. Then you're walking in unconditional love for all others as well. They're gonna they're gonna respect you for it. You can do this. Become authentic and start loving yourself. Thank you for a wonderful episode today. And uh, we look forward to seeing everyone in New York on on the 11th of January. Gosh, it'll be here before you know it. This has been awesome, Meg. Yeah, this has been great. Thanks again. See you next time. All right. Bye.